Before we begin, we would like to acknowledge the Burong people as the traditional custodians of the land in which we meet on. We would also like to pay our respects to their elders past and present. Welcome everybody to episode four of Gen Live. Um, It's a pleasure to have you guys back again. Like we said, we've come with this episode with better equipment. Yeah, it's great. Thanks, Jazz. Thanks, Jazz. Shout out. Shout out. (laughs) Cruzy Camel, give him a follow if you can. I know. God, he helps us a lot, doesn't he? He is amazing. Yeah. Um, But basically, Liv, how's your week been? Yeah, my week's been all right. Work's been quiet. Just been working from home with Barry here. It's been pretty chill. Yeah, been pretty, I've got nothing to report this week. No, no um, story about getting left out of no, the house. No, look, that was very eventful. Um, yeah, I had a lot more to talk about last week. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, nah, nothing this week. I'm hoping you can bring some flavor to the table. Today. I do have some story. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I went to Leon Bridges. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Amazing. I, I went with Jazz. Yeah, went with Jazz and Steph. Yeah. Um, it was at the Oh, I've forgotten what the place was called. Uh, I remember that he did it there because the acoustics were the best. That's all I know. The acoustics and the sound they were meant to be better than amazing. Rod Laver and any other place. Well, yeah, it was. It's it's next to the Arts Building in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, I've forgotten what it's called, but it was place. amazing. Yeah. But I just felt like I couldn't dance. Oh, because you were sitting. Mm. Yeah. And it, and like, but what was really cool? It was like a mixture of like people so it was like old and young yeah so it was it was interesting i actually really enjoyed it but yeah leon bridges was great if anyone that follows me on my instagram would have seen that he's yeah his vocals are insane um i actually discovered his music when i was like in high school in year nine Mm. it was one of his songs was in a movie and i remember watching it which movie can't tell you Oh, like you actually don't. Know. I don't. I Thought can't you were remember. Like withholding information. No, <laughs> uh, if I knew, you know, I, I would like, rec- uh. I would tell you and <laughs> recommend it. But um, yeah, I can't remember. But it was a great movie. Oh, nice. From what I can remember, um, yeah, and that was that. Um, yeah, cool. But other than that, yeah. not much else. But um, there was something that came up on my yeah socials. Yeah, and I was like, I want to get your thoughts. Oh, okay. Yep. Emma okay. Chamberlain. Her oh, architectural digest, yeah. that's a hard way to say. Yeah. If you guys don't know, Liv and her partner James are obsessed. We love AD, the, that channel, yeah. I mean, to it's be good. fair, great content. It's really good, but unfortunately, as of late, it's just gotten a bit flat. And I think the hype of it, probably the hype of it for us was during like COVID and quarantine because mm. we were at home and we'd like, you know, retired Netflix and all other streaming services because we, you know, used everything. So we got onto YouTube and we were watching um, Architectural Digest. And another really good recommendation is a channel called Never Too Small. And oh, I don't know this one. Yeah, it actually helped us build or redo our apartment quite a bit because um, it's about right. apartments all around the world. A lot of them are based in Melbourne and they're smaller than this and it's how they use the space to mm. their advantage and they're all stunning mm. they're all made with an architect as well so obviously we can't afford that but um right that makes really sense. yeah really good inspiration they're just beautiful to watch mm. as well like they take you know they they like softly open the blind 
um, the cats walking across the windowsill. They show you the kitchen and like open the fridge as well, just to show you like What's the fridge behind the built-in door. So it doesn't yeah. even look like it's there, which is obviously something we had out of our budget. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't do that. But yeah, they're really nice to just pop on and watch. And Architectural Digest is obviously nice because it's celebrities houses. I mean, I don't know if they're their actual mm. live-in houses because they would own multiple. Because some oh, of them well, say, of I've just bought this and I've yeah. just decorated it. I'm like, okay, so you hardly even lived in it. Yeah, basically. Um, but Emma Chamberlain's one, what did you think? I was like, this is insane. It, do you know what though? It was so cool to see because I remember when I first was watching her on YouTube, yeah. she was like just living in like a little apartment. And it's so nice to see her gradually grow into this I remember that, incredible yeah. Well thought out, stunning house. Yeah, it's good. It's so amazing, and she's done it herself. Um, and it's interesting because she lives by herself. Yeah. So it's this massive well. house with so much thought, and what it's was, just her. What was your favorite thing from her house? This is gonna be. This is so random, but I loved the bathroom with that. Oh. One of the bathrooms, she was like, "This is like I love this thing," and it was like this wall and the um, the tiling was just amazing. Oh, the t- yeah, the tiling. Yeah, and yeah. also um, the corn. Oh, stands outside. Stand, I don't know, yeah. fucking random. Yeah. How about you? Uh, my favorite was the kitchen. Yeah, you the, love in, the kitchen. In yeah. general. I yeah. also really, really loved her dining table because it was, like she said, mm. looks like a soft furniture, but it's a hard piece yeah. of stone. And yeah. I really liked that as well. That resonated with you? Yeah. But yeah, I also really loved the artwork of the peanut butter. Yeah, <laughs> that really one was great. And, and I was like, where can I find this? A lot of her artwork is her dad. Her dad's, yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah, her I dad's really cool, actually. And I love, I always love it when they do their, you know, their, their promotion, like promoting Chamberlain coffee. Uh, have you here's had my, her coffee? Here's my coffee drawer. And I'm like, it's full coffee of drawer. all of your stuff. Have like, you had her coffee? No. I haven't either. No, I don't know if we get it here. Yeah, I don't know either. But I just think it's such a random and unique, uh, like, business to start. As a celebrity, it is, don't you think? And I think that well, that's I'm what sure makes a lot of people cool. have put their two cents in on that. But I just always think about, wow, it's so niche. Like it, is, it is niche, but I mean that's why she's probably successful the way she is because yeah. she's does she does. She's things. very quirky and niche. Um, but do you know that shand that really cool chandelier? Yeah, with the chain. Do you want to know how much that was? Oh. I found out yeah. on TikTok. It was like twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> so Emma Chamberlain, well done. We're proud of you. We loved that your house. And um yeah, if you uh, want to have us over and we can do the podcast in yeah, your living room. Party. Um also did you see that she does her podcast in her bed? Oh, she just has like a little slay reco- bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it well, sister. Oh my god, I'm proud of you. Um God, we need a I mean couch is not far. But I'll, I want to I wanted to ask you because I was thinking about it when I was watching, because yeah. she's a year younger than me, so she's twenty one. How does it feel to be a 28-year-old now? Kind of oh. watching someone younger than you be like like in this insane house. Like Yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. I do definitely get jealous. Yeah, a bit jarring too because oh, like she's so young. Yeah. It really like it's really starting to come through with the really successful um like I guess the YouTube generation of Gen mm. Zers and the TikTok generation mm. making all this money and you know, we're working our asses off in <laughs> corporate jobs. Corporate jobs. Yeah. Um, trying to afford a small-ish apartment mm. in the suburb we like. Mm. And, yeah, it can be a bit of like a just, you know, rubbing in the wind. But but you're, I'm, yeah. like, obviously happy for them because oh, oh, it's such a – I'm not going to say I'm not. But, like, it's – yeah, it's, I think, a gamble to take a – like, it's a gamble to put so much of your time and effort into mm. 
an art and a craft that Definitely. is so specific yeah. and hard to crack into. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But I'm still, like yeah. very impressed. Yeah. But yeah, I'm still a bit annoyed. <laughs> Just a little bit, but still, I mean, Emma Chamberlain, we're proud of you. <laughs> if you're yeah. listening love or watching. You, but. Yeah, love no you, offense, but. <laughs> um, okay, do you want to move into the oh yeah first topic yeah okay let's go so i wasn't so this first topic is my first topic and i was live yeah little live one um and i was inspired to talk about it because i feel like at the end of last episode and actually the whole vibe of last episode it was just about relationships and like yeah dating and sexuality which i feel like people who know me know me very well and what my sexuality is in terms of like you know who i preference whatever um but i just wanted to like be like this is this. Yeah. Drum and roll. hi, everybody. My name is Liv DeKranis and I'm queer. Officially. Hi, um, Olivia. Welcome I mean, to the honestly, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I feel like a lot like a lot of people caught have caught on. But I still do have relatives sometimes. Yeah. And just people who don't know me too well, kind of assuming I'm, I'm straight, which I'm not. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I also just wanted to speak upon like my journey with it and. Talk about gay panic and let's go. Okay, take me on the journey. So, Liv, wh- where do you want me to start? Where do you, what What do you want to hear first? Oh, I mean, um, Sh- should ta- I say like how like high school stuff? Yeah, I was gonna say take me through your like yeah okay your awakening into okay your yeah sexuality. yeah this is good okay so I was like a huge not that this matters but I was a huge tomboy as mm. a child so I would predominantly wear guy clothes boy clothes mm-hmm. i'd honestly look like a little boy as a kid i love it yeah and i like I, I just felt myself piping hot literally i, I mean i had i could put a photo of my piping hot days um, oh i need we need some um I've, i know the photo you know you know yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. i think you should post some um should i'm I? sure i've got a <gasps> we should we, we both should i've got some i had some sick piping hot shorts like yeah just below the, the knee like the real real awkward length oh they're yeah they're they're iconic yeah, naughty thing you know yeah, um sorry. but yeah so I, it's weird. Like as a kid, I I kind of got the vibe that I wasn't like all the other kids my when age. When you were a kid, yeah. And okay. and I actually have this like core memory being in kinder, and wow, yeah. Like I was probably like, like yeah, I was like three or four, and I remember that I had a crush on a girl, like a like a Aww. girl in my like um kinder grade. Yeah. And but at obviously at the time you you're not really aware of society and like mm. whatever and. But I knew that I, f- I knew I felt it because I actually have a photo from that particular day. Anyway, <laughs> um, um, so yeah. But like as as I went through primary school and high school, heteronormative life is like thrown at you. And honestly, all the people I was surrounded with were straight. So like when you're in that, what, so like say when you're four years old, what year is this? Two thousand and four. Yeah, <laughs> so I just did the math in my head and said it out loud. So um, just for reference, like lots born of math in going. Yeah, you're so born in two thousand four. It was very hard, actually. What are you talking about? We got the calculator <laughs> out. <laughs> I um, keep forgetting to tell. Like people probably don't know that I'm actually twenty eight because, like, I just say the year I was born. She's twenty eight. Two years off thirty. Yeah, Jamel. she's six years older than me. So well done. Yeah, sorry. Um, and so yeah, I kind of just like went through like high, like high school predominantly. Mm. Um. Where I was like, I, I hit a stage where I remember I was watching Pretty Little Liars, like, because mm. my sister was watching it. And one of the characters, Emily, is gay. Oh, yeah. And that was, like, the first ever time I was, like, exposed to oh, someone really? being gay on, on screen, which is bizarre to me because, like, that's crazy. Um, and and I, I remember thinking to myself as, like, a 10-year-old, I was like, okay, like, if that 
sort of situation came up, would I say no to it? And it, that always stuck with me, like in terms of dating a girl. Yeah. Like it didn't feel like wrong to me in yeah. any way. Not that it should, but like some people see it as being wrong, you know? That's great that you were that self-aware. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was. Wow. It, it just to me. And then that's where I'm saying like in kinder, kind of connected the dots for me. I was like, oh, because like I... Like you look, you looked back to kinder. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. It all made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that was like at 10. And yeah. then I remember in high school... Um, everyone around me, maybe 15, 16, were like getting boyfriends. Like all my friends yeah. were straight. Also they say, but I don't know, but I, I assume they were straight. Yeah. And um, all getting into relationships. And I kind of like never wanted to get into a relationship. And I always thought at the time it was because I needed to have like a good connection with a guy. And like I was just blaming it on not having crushes. Were but you into guys at this point as well? I mean... I'd st- I'm still figuring that one out. Oh, I I, I, I definitely think I, I I did, but at the same time, I don't know if it was compet. Yeah. Do you know what that means? No. Like, it's basically <laughs> where, like, like you think you're... What's, head- it, what's the word? Compet. Compet. I, it's very hard to explain, but basically... Actually, I'll look it up. But basically, it's like you think you're straight because of society, but you're, you're not, though. Like, wow. I'm still. This is sexuality. It's it's spectrum. You just um comp, head, comp head. Yes, it's a thing. Um, yeah, compulsory. Yeah, compulsory heterosexuality, often shortened to comp head. Yes, is the theory that heterosexuality is assumed and enforced upon people by a patriarchal and heteronormative society. Um, so yeah, I don't know if it's that or like I, but I do remember have, like I said in the other episode, I did have an intense crush on somebody. Yeah. A a guy in high school, like it was intense. Yeah. Um, but that was like the last time and that was like 2016. Mm. But yeah, throughout high school, I was, I knew that I, I deep down, I wasn't straight, but because of like internalized homophobia, I never wanted to like act upon or like accept those feelings. And what do you, when you say internalized homophobia, what are you referring to? Well, I mean, I like, so I would say, yeah, I'm fine with gay people, but like for me, I'd be like, but I, but I don't want to be gay. Like, oh, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that, that, that was like a back and forth struggle. Like sometimes it would be all I'd be thinking about in high school because like mm. being gay just wasn't a thing in high school. Like, like no, no one ah, would like, yeah. there was a few gay people at school, but everyone was just like straight basically did that ever like affect your mental health yes okay heavily yeah um did anyone know about that no i never told anybody not a soul i i remember this was like towards year 12 i don't think i could have done that year 12 was like i didn't enjoy myself at all really yeah it was like a shitty year of high school for me um just because i was so lost in my own thought and yeah. yeah um but i remember i graduated and this was like peak time of me going, okay, maybe I, I'm definitely not straight, but I don't want to confront it. Uh, okay. Like I didn't want to confront yeah. it, but I knew it was there, but I just, I just, I didn't know how to deal with it. And um, basically I remember I was thinking to myself, I would rather, this is, this is going to be intense, but like I said to myself, I'd be like, I would rather like die not telling anybody this. Wow. Yeah. And so the fact that I'm at a place now where I can just say it and be open about it the way that I am on social media is like I would have shat my pants like three years ago. Wow. And what like what changed? Many things. Yeah. I think first one, people you surround yourself with. Yeah, that makes a big I sense. didn't have a solid high school group of friends. So like I never felt I could be who I was. Yeah. 
Um, and I just didn't fit in with the group that I was in. I, I just didn't. And and that's nothing to do with them, but it was just like, for me, like I didn't feel like I could be my weird, quirky self. Yeah. Um. So I definitely think the people you surround yourself with, the people I've surrounded myself with in terms of footy as well, have been instrumental in shaping me. And yeah. I know it sounds very dramatic, but it's so true. No, but it's something that a lot of people don't, they hear of, but you don't make the effort to do. You like it's easy to keep negative people in your life just because it's convenient mm. oh and especially when you're in the conundrum of high school oh you can't like avoid you think, them yeah you can't and so it made sense it makes sense to me now that i like really discovered who i was post high school and yeah. i'm so thankful like and i yeah and i like i said friends and then also just surrounding myself with good media outlets like reading a lot of books about queer ideology um and third one i think it was the time that it happened which was COVID. so Mm. it allowed me to sit with what i was feeling in my bedroom kind of just like taking a breath and being like this is okay you're allowed to to be this person that you want to be you know what i mean um it's funny because like on Liv's close friends Instagram. Are you talking about me? Yeah. Oh, little oh, Liv. Yeah. Sorry, little Liv. Yeah. Sorry, I'm talking to the audience now. On your close friends Instagram, like James and I noticed you doing a lot more content during COVID. Yes. And we always used to say to each other, "Damn, Liv's like really coming out of her shell mm. in such a nice way, like in a good way, because you were just unapologetically yourself." Yeah. I, like on camera, we used to do little like spiels and like TikTok thing. It was so cool, oh. and I just thought it was just so refreshing for you to just post it. Well, like regardless of sexuality, yeah. I think it was just so nice to see you doing something you love, mm. like not having any sort of inhibition. Yeah, and well, I that's think that probably that, helped. That a lot. was what was going through my mind, and I think what why it was so sporadic, especially during COVID, like on my private, was because. I couldn't act like that around my high school friends. Like, I w- yeah. yeah, like, I, I would get in my own head. Of, like, I just couldn't – I didn't feel like I could be silly yeah. or, like, be whoever whoever it was I wanted to be. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, having amazing people around you who, yeah. like, support you and, like, hype you up when you do dumb shit is, yeah. like, so important. I think that's great, yeah. Um, But, yes, so that was, like – amazing and, and you have like quite an extensive group of friends now too yes so and most of them are queer which is mm. so refreshing yeah um, how about your uni friends love they, like they're obviously different yes yeah oh, like they're different like yeah they're different but they're they're also very similar like yeah i feel like what's so cool about high school friends i'm um, not high school uni friends is that you get a whole group of different people that you probably wouldn't have oh, approached outside of uni i agree too and it's yeah. like it's so nice and like it's good to like because a lot of my uni friends don't live near me. Yeah. Um. So like when we go on campus and we see each other, it's like an update, and it's like yeah, it's, it's like good, isn't it? completely yeah. different relationship yeah. to your other friends. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I love shout out to my uni friends. We're gonna make a short film, so hopefully. I know I can't wait to see that. But they, they better pull pull it's through. In, it's on camera and in in audio now. You have to do it, Isaac. <laughs> Isaac, if you're listening, we're gonna use your script and we're gonna make that short film. So yeah. Um. <laughs> but like, but yeah, but like this is what I'm saying. Like it's insane that I'm sitting here. And actually, open, 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 openly, openly, openly yeah. yeah, it's talking about it because, yeah. like, so comfortably as well. Yeah, and it's but it's taken a lot to get to this point. Yeah, um, and like I rem- actually I, I remember it was when you and James first start, started going out, and like you know how we have those <laughs> oh barbecues, eight, eight you know, just for reference. yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, Wait, so it lives like see me grow up. Um, 
but like I remember like barbecues, like obviously Steph and Jules would bring each other and yeah. you and James and like everyone is like straight around me and like even yeah, that no, would play into yeah. it. Like, oh, that must have sucked. Like, because yeah. it was like, oh, well, everyone around me straight. Oh, God. No, but seriously, <laughs> it was. so like, sorry. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. <laughs> it's society. Yeah. Um, yeah no, nah. but it was just like, oh, well, okay, well, what, what I'm feeling isn't normal. You know what I mean? Oh, and that's the problem right that's, there. That's the problem. And yeah, so like, I know. We could have that whole chat with mental health. That's a whole other... We should do com- that one day, whole actually. other podcast. We should do that. Yeah. We should do that. Um, Take you on a journey there. But um, so, but I, but the reason... I actually have never really said this out loud to anyone. Mm. But I think the reason why I love cinema so much and like creative stories is like when I was in lockdown, I had like a sexual awakening and I remember the exact moment. Was it a uh, Killing Eve scene? How did I know? <laughs> Killing Eve. For everyone who doesn't know, um, Killing Eve is like my favourite TV show ever. Who recommended you that show? Was it me? No one. Oh, damn it. I thought I, it was me as well. No, yes, okay. Do you want me to tell you how I got to it? Yeah. So this was like the beginning of 2020. So just before COVID hit. Yeah. Um, and I was starving for some like queer content and like, it's very hard to find, to be honest. I mean, that show isn't queer for quite a while. Mm, that's that's the, the other thing. That's, that's, yeah, it's, it's, was it queer yeah. baiting? We don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there was definitely sexual tension anyway. Yeah. Um, and I was on Stan and I was like, I want something to watch. And like, I had heard like on, on social media that Killing Eve had been kind of like queer in a way. And there was like a bit of chemistry between. What, what um, season was this? you know uh season one and two had come out but season three hadn't yeah right yeah so i was like okay let's just watch it i binge watched season one in one sitting and i like went to bed at 2am it's so good it's so fucking good jodie comer is like my wife um but basically watching villain owl did things okay so that's so but like like sexually but also just like inspiration wise like the way she dressed oh that's that's what got me I was like, <laughs> you're awakening an my inner fashionista. Right? <laughs> I what, like, a, what a shit word. <laughs> um, are you, tell me you're a millennial without telling me you're a millennial. But no, honestly, like Villanelle was like an awakening for me. Like, and it just spiraled through that. But you know what I love about that show specifically is that they never make a big deal about her sexuality oh, in yeah, the show. Like they, they never don't. speak upon it. It's just, she is what she is. Yeah. And, that is what normalized it for yeah. me and what made gave me confidence and like for myself to kind of just sit there and like be like you know this is okay like yeah she's it's a, not she's a great um like role model she oh, yeah I, even though she murders people and I know no, it's just like her fearless attitude it's, and like she's just like you know I don't give a fuck let's go kill some people and look cute while doing it honestly and and like it's just so it was so mesmerizing to watch because yeah. I feel like I had never seen a show before that where all the leads were basically women and like oh, yeah, the people true. behind the camera was Phoebe Waller-Bridge. So yeah. like it was How good just, is that? Yeah. I didn't know that till – I actually didn't know that because I never look at who produces and directs things. Like yeah. it's not something I'm yeah. into. That's so. fair. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, yeah. And she, so she got the show made. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Makes so much sense. Doesn't it? Yeah. Um, But like basically that was my – that was my sexual awakening and then it kind of just spiraled from there and then I was ingesting like – queer stuff yeah a lot, okay especially during covid yeah um and like before that but when i was in high school i you know i avoided watching queer films because Aww. i didn't want to like Aww. confront oh okay i That's didn't fair. you weren't ready no yeah i didn't want to watch and be like i actually like this because that scared the fuck out yeah. of me like yeah. absolutely petrified me like being gay was like 
so scary to me. Yeah. So, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah. And have you? Yeah, sorry. Keep going. No, no, go, go. I was just, I just popped into Ask my head. Ask me questions, um, please. No, I was just going to say, have you seen the festival Summer Camp? That's coming to Australia. It's like a queer no. specific festival. That sounds really it cool looks though. Like music. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I just saw it. I thought you Okay, might be so Midlink. That's um that's I actually good. might want to go. It actually looks really good. But Please. um yeah, shout out to that, Little Wreck. Okay. Yep. Oh, I'm gonna mm. look into it. I love that. that they're highlighting love that they're got mm. such a millennial thing. Um it's nice to see <laughs> I'm like changing my language. Go, go, yeah. It's nice to see like um it being highlighted in the arts mm. so much. Now. Well, Laneway like, is oh like... God, sorry, my phone's listening. Laneway, um, I bought tickets. Did you? <laughs> no. Laneway's like gay heaven. I'm still deciding whether or not to buy a ticket to Laneway or like buy health insurance. Oh, right. Because Liv is an actual adult. Oh my God. You don't understand this dilemma of wanting to do fun things, but also having you to be an adult. Like it's yeah. not good. It's a struggle. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> um, but if you don't know Laneway... I'll, I, there's still tickets available. Oh, there is. I think... Oh, they're quite expensive. They are. Fair, they're very expensive. Like I went on to buy it and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm not doing this. I was at work. I was like, I need to process this. Yeah. Still haven't had time to do that, but we'll decide later. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 there if you want yeah, it. Cool. Because um, Haim performing, as we Aww. said, we're both big fans. I'm actually wearing a Danielle t-shirt. Yep. That I got from yeah. the London show. Love it. It's my favorite. Your name is not Danielle. My name is <laughs> just no, someone so actually knows. I bet they would. I was in class oh yesterday. God, uh, I was in class Tuesday and a guy's like, is that your name or is that just like for fun? And I was like, this is actually is that ironic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got my name on my, on a t-shirt. No, I was like, she's a singer. She's yeah. very hot. Yeah. Um, Phoebe, uh, Phoebe, I was going to say Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Oh, Phoebe Bridges. I, I guess. Honestly, when I was first starting to learn about Phoebe Waller-Bridge, got you confused. To, yeah, all me the time, too. Actually, all the time. Um, Phoebe it's Waller- like Anna Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I, knew, I know mm. someone that calls her Anna Kendrick Lamar, an older person. I won't say on who. purpose. Yeah, thinks that that's the, her name. It's quite funny. It's quite cute. Though. So I just let it go. Go off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Girl in Red as well. Yeah. Joji. Joji will be really good. So very gay vibes. I love it. It'll be fun. Can't wait. Mm. Um, but. I wanted to like also tell you about how I came out to my oh, family. Oh yeah, can we please talk about? Because we we did speak about this. We have yeah. spoken about this, but I thought it'd be really fun to kind of tell the. Look at me on camera. I look <laughs> like I'm like cradling myself. Like <laughs> Prepare yourself. Mental breakdown. <laughs> no, this is actually kind of a nice coming out story. <sighs> yeah. Um, I'm really lucky that I have good like family around me that support me. So shout out. Shout um, out to the family. But it's but you know what? It's still terrifying to like kind of so for example your mom is very very supportive of everything and yeah everything she's you do, a cool mom but you still found it quite difficult yeah I did and and the only reason why I think I found it difficult was because like I feel like mom and my mom and I are very close but there's still things that mom doesn't know about me what I do in my own private time like and sometimes I just feel like I can't be 100% honest I don't know what it is at the end of the day yeah. she's my mom not my best friend so like I can't always just tell her everything. Yeah. Um, but I, I did feel like this was a very important thing for me to say and I had never specified it to her ever. And I kind of always just assumed she would know. But the way... Well, this is, this is a tricky thing, I think, from the outside perspective. Yeah, tell like, me. When you were describing to me, I just want to like hint to people. But it's like, do you want us to be like, would you... How do I word this? Do you want us to like 
come along and be like, oh, okay, so I get the vibe, let's flow with that. Or mm. do you want to be asked? Because I think sometimes as a person who is heteronormative straight, yeah, it's tricky to understand if the person out of um, courtesy and respect, mm. you want to be asked if mm. you're queer or you want to just allude and not ask um, and go along with it. I, Is that a genu- I, yeah, genu- no, no. genuine question? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. I mean, yeah. it, it honestly probably depends on the person. Um, but for me, I'm I'm happy with either. Yeah, okay. Like, I mean, if, if it's – if you really – it's, it's kind of hard, tricky to Because, answer. like, I don't – I'm someone that doesn't want to step on anyone's toes yeah. ever. So, I'd prefer to just, like – I think the best thing to do, though, with it is, like, never assume – I think – Never assume. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. The, yeah. the, the, what I was talking about before, people have assumed I'm just – I'm straight, straight just because it's the normal. Yeah, for um, sure. Which annoys me. But, like, if you're unsure and you want to get it right, ask me. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't mind that at like all. Asking for pronouns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I but I think the one thing not to do is just assume. Just, like, if you're asking if someone's dating someone, be like, are you seeing anybody? You don't mm. have to specify you're seeing any guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just easy changes yeah. to the language. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, I'm sure the person who you're wondering about, if you're in a conversation probably has had that asked to them before. So, it's, it's, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can just be like, oh, are you seeing anyone? Yeah. And they'd be like, no. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Done. But no, I think it's always good to kind of like ask those questions though because. Yeah. I mean, it's like obviously a lot of people would know the answer to that. But yeah. I, there's a lot of people that would never have asked a question. Yeah. So they wouldn't know. Did you want to continue about? Yes. I would love sorry. to. No, no. It's Keep okay. Going. No, I love um, this. I love, I this love tangents. They're great. Um, but yes. So basically I wanted to tell my mom because she, I know I knew she wouldn't like care at all. Um, shout out to Vicky. Yeah, shout out to Vicky. She probably won't listen. She doesn't have Spotify Premium. Oh, look, fair enough. Love her though. I can see that for her. I'll, I'll, sh- I'll, I'll honestly like show her. Just send it. I will send it to her. <laughs> Hi, mom. Um, but yeah, so I, I really wanted to tell her for a long time, but I just, I don't know. I just never really felt, I don't know, like I could for some reason. And then, do you know why? Just, just, I think you're scared. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like. I always just thought mum and everyone knew, but from people assuming I was straight, I was like, maybe they just don't. They don't. Okay. They can't pick up on it. Yep. So I was like, I just need to say it. So mum was home one day and mum and I had gotten into like a bit of a, an argument prior to this conversation and I was in the wrong and I apologised, but I just like felt bad. But anyway, I was kind of emotional and I was getting my period. I remember. Oh, what so a mix. It was a lot. Um, and I had gone out that weekend, so I was very hungover. So it was all coming in like snowballing. And I kind of was just like, this is a big... Because prior to this, I had come out to my sister and just like texted her because I was explaining my crush on someone. Did you text her? I did. <laughs> and the reason why I was like, people assume... Are people assuming I'm straight? Is because I texted her. Shout out to Anne. This is no disrespect to you. But I like messaged her saying, I have a crush on this girl, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, you like girls? <laughs> and I was like... Yes, uh, <laughs> I was like, I because she follows my close friends, so I was oh, like, surely okay. from that you could stitch two and two together. Yeah, okay. And she she didn't, and and I was like, mm, okay, maybe mum doesn't know either. Then yeah, so you just got to do the rounds. So I was like, I'll just tell her, and so I sat her down, and I was like, mum, I have something to tell you. And mm. then as soon as I said that, I just bawled my eyes out. Oh, yeah. Like overwhelmed, emotions coming out. I was like, I just need it. Oh, I was just like, oh my God, it's coming. I can't, you know, when someone asks you if you're okay and you're like. That will, as soon, I was talking to a girl at work, <laughs> Pip, shout out to Pip again. Um, 
she, we were talking about this at work and she was at the gym the other day and was like lifting weights and someone came up and asked her and she was just like, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I, could I like, relate to that so much. I was like, I, I can feel that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sorry, continue. No, but yeah. So I'm glad you understand. Yeah. So it's like you hit that emotional point and then I just like started crying and my mom's like, what's wrong? And I haven't even said like what I wanted to say. Mm. And she's like, what's wrong? Like you're scaring me. And I was like... I just and I kept saying this over and over again. I was like, I just I just want you to know that I'm that um and I just like kept crying and she's like and I'm like starting to shake because wow. like it's just very You're overwhelming. Just overwhelmed, yeah. Because I was like I, I've never seen these words out to my mum before. Like she's never had really you said them out loud in general. Uh, to friends. Okay. Yeah. That but uh, who are also queer, so it's kind of like more of a they get it hundred percent. Yeah. Not okay. that to say other people don't, but yeah. Um. Those, those environments are a bit more, like, secure to me in a mm, way. Yeah, um, so, like, it was, like, the first ever time I was being vulnerable with my mum in general, which, I mean, I have wog parents, and so I feel like emotional kind of, like, relationships don't exist from my experience. Like, yeah. I can be emotional, but I don't know. It's weird with wog parents, like, Greek parents. I don't know. They Do never you, really showed emotion to me. Is that a cultural? I don't know. Do yeah. Like I, 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 like my parents don't cry in front of me. Like I, I, I'm, and I don't like crying in front of them. It's, it's it, honestly that's a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's emotional. Growing up Greek in Australia. <laughs> yes, that's a, that is actually a really good one. Anyway, uh, um, what was I saying? And so yeah, I was like saying those words. I just want to tell you. I just want to. But I just kept crying. And Mum was like, "Honey, like, like what's wrong? Like, did you do something? Like, what mm. have you done?" And I was like, "No, I just." And I eventually, and then I even said to her, I was like, my God, I, I can't say the words. And she was like, what's wrong? And I was like, okay, I want you to know that I'm not straight. And then she was like, <laughs> oh, and I was like, yeah, I just, I'm going to recreate it. I was just like, yeah, I, I just want you to know that I, that I like boys and girls, <laughs> but like, but like anyone, you know, like I just like, I, specifically explaining it. I love it. <laughs> and I just, I was just like. I just want you to know, like, the takeaway. Like, I'm not straight. I just want you to know that. And she was like, is that it? And I was like, yeah. And then she was like, honey, like, I thought you, you like, crashed the car or, like, <laughs> got arrested. Like, from she's like, from your from your reactions, I Aww. thought it was something serious. And I was like, oh, you, you, okay. <laughs> I was, like, just taking it back. And then she, like, yeah. gave me a hug. And she's oh, like, honey, really I don't nice. care. Like, you know I don't care. And yeah. I was like, yeah. Um. And then, so like that all happened, and it was it, honestly it felt like, oh, like oh, this Still is nice, yeah. yeah. Just because she she knows now, and she, you know, when she asks me, oh, "Are you talking to anyone?" It's, she's not just talking about you know talking to a guy or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it was really nice, and then it was so hard because after I did that, I had to go to footy training, oh, yeah. and so emotionally I was like exhausted, yeah. getting my period as oh. well, and it was a cold night. I would have just called it, before bro. You went. I was like, I'm I'm I'll go, I'll go to training, and I, I went. Like, oh, push through. Push I did. Through. I did the warm up, and one of my friends came up to me. and was like, "Liv, are you okay?" Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah," and then I explained to her what had happened, and I just like I couldn't get my like I'm pretty chirpy person at footy like yeah. i'll go around and say hi to everyone like people know me as like the kind of like class clownish person yeah, yeah, you know yeah. like they're, they're to hype up everyone and like oh is he you know yeah um and it's unnatural if you're not doing yes, that and people exactly see, yeah. yeah and so my friend could see it shout out bridgie yeah. um and she was like are you okay and i was like explained what happened whatever and then we were doing a drill and it was like very physical and you had to be switched on and i just couldn't switch on mm. because like just like the emotional 
baggage of that all, like that whole coming out was like, ah. And so I ended up leaving training early, Mm. like unexplained. I just kind of like packed up my shit and left because I just couldn't be bothered explaining to people. Um, And then I got home and I like messaged my coach being like, oh, sorry, I had to leave. I like explained why. I was like, I came out to my mum today and it was like a lot and – I've had a like big couple of the days and the message you sent to me, shout out Boydo, was very lovely. Mm. And he was like, it sucks that you have to like come out. You shouldn't have to. You should just be like who you are. And I was like, yeah. I oh, love this man so that's, much. That's He's like, shout out Boydo. It goes to show like how safe your environment exactly. is. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. With the people you surround yourself yeah. with. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that whole experience was great. And my dad doesn't know. Like I, I, I've told oh, you. Oh yeah, by the way. So <laughs> dad, I'm queer. Um, Peter, if you're listening, which he won't be, but... <laughs> If you happen to stumble across, around, if you if you happen to stumble around Gen Live on Spotify, um, at work, hi, I'm queer. <laughs> your, your daughter <laughs> likes girls, so um, yeah. Jeez, um, that's awesome. But yeah, it, like I said though, it took a lot to get to that point. Yeah. Um, and just like sitting here, like, is this gonna go out to people? Does it feel like looking back on that? Is it? Are you? I guess. Grateful you went through all of that. Yeah. To understand, yeah definitely yeah I, I i like this is i was having a conversation with someone the other day like the media this like now mm. and like the representation on screen like Heartstopper. oh i know like these shows that heartbreak high. Y- heartbreak high that like young people in high school primary school can yeah. watch and be like that is normality like that's our society like yeah. we don't have to shun away from queerness um which i think when we were growing up in like the uh, early 2010s, like all the media, mainstream media was like heteronormative. Or even if it was heteronormative, there'd be a queer couple, but they'd be like, it'd be taboo or they'd be yeah. hiding. Or, or it'd be it'd like it a coming out story. Yeah, it was very different. Um, and that's, I guess, all like a lot of what I grew up watching was that sort of yeah TV. Gossip Girl. Like I was about to say Gossip Girl. is very straight. Oh God, it's, it's so white. It's so white well. and straight. Yeah. And like, I didn't really, and like even One Tree Hill, I used to love that oh, show. Yeah, One Tree Hill, I never watched oh, it Oh my God, looking at even like the photos of the the actual season covers, it's just like, makes me a bit funny. Mm. I'm like, I can't believe I used to watch that and think that. Yeah. They First of all, they're not 18. They're, they're like 25 <laughs> to 30. <laughs> they're literally adults playing <laughs> teenagers. <laughs> it's like, imagine you right now, playing in a 17 year old oh i know no they'd be <gasps> able to see my like really thin lines on my forehead and be like oh she's definitely not 16 but she maybe isn't 30 you couldn't i reckon you could maybe pull off like playing oh, playing yeah. a 22 year old like okay. 21 year old oh thank you you're welcome oh, I like yeah that. if anyone wants to cast live yeah like <laughs> 22 that's where it's at well did you know i was looking up who's the same age as me who um first of all i always knew these ones harry styles 94 baby yeah justin bieber 94 oh yeah um the only other two that i really knew were camilla mendes off do revenge and oh camilla mendes yeah mendes sorry yeah yeah yeah. and she's great yes and oh my god i always forget her name the redhead off um one um off um Rivia? riverdale as madeline well. Pesh. madeline pesh who Pesh. james loves who loves redheads um <laughs> sorry fun fact <laughs> so funny uh, yeah, they're the same age as me too. Oh, crazy. Yeah, so I look at them and that's my bar. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever want to dip your toe into playing a teenager in high yeah. school, you should. Yep, aim for it. You could do it. Time. I mean, heartbreak high if you're doing season two. 28's the limit, guys. <laughs> if you're doing a season two, you should cast live <laughs> yes, as someone. Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, like 
I'm I'm just yeah, I'm really yeah. happy that I, I'm so I, happy for you yeah. as well. Yeah, it's just it's really nice seeing you like just be yourself. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And like just in terms of like dressing wise, like I oh, yeah. I feel like my tomboyish not that that should be a thing because like I think that's all bullshit, but mm. like that kind of like I don't want to say that it's like typical boy clothes, but like well, no, kind of like an androgynous. I dress a lot like that too. Yeah, and, and I'm. I just feel I'm so straight. comfortable yeah. in it. Yeah, um, it's it's yeah, it's good. Yeah, and so it's just been nice. To, I feel like COVID played a massive part in it in terms of like yeah. sitting with my feelings as one does, and just like accepting, um, kind of like what is okay, and yeah. um, so I. So that's why I love movies and cinema so much yeah. because like I'm able to express myself a lot through that and like watching it as well. Yeah, okay. Which is great. And that's why I love watching like rep- um like queer stuff yeah. and seeing representation not like done in a really great way on yeah. screen. Okay. That's um awesome. and actually it's funny when I was house sitting for your mum. Oh yeah. I that's when Heart um Heartstopper came out. Oh, that is such a good show. I, I was binged that so quick. So good. Yeah. Um and I was watching the scene when he comes out to Olivia Coleman's character and he <laughs> says he's bi. And yeah. honestly, that kind of like Is inspired that... me to do it too. Cause like that was around the same time. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, and like the reaction from Olivia Coleman just made me cry. What did she do again? She kind of just like started tearing up and like gave him a hug and just said, like, I love you. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah, that was really It's really that cute. is probably one of the most wholesome shows I've watched this year. So wholesome. I don't know what it is. I think it's just the the actual actors they chose as well mm. they just so good so so well done. um and good those characters like those actors are actually queer as well in I real life which is really oh, good and important yeah i think well. it's great when like a tv show cast yeah actual person. like i that's a whole other debate yeah and I'm, I, I see both sides but it's nice oh, okay it's it's nice to um hear that those people are playing people they understand mm. like personally yeah like i would I, like when you see a, um, a straight person playing a queer person like they might be great for the part and that's great that it works out well mm. but personally I would love to see someone who understands that character truly and what like coming out feels like because yeah. like oh, you're straight you don't have to be like I'm straight you know what I mean and I don't know what that journey is like either mm. so it's nice to be able to see it in really stick way I think these days yeah. is what is being portrayed and honestly I think if we're talking about Gen Z specifically, people my age, they want to see that too. Yeah. I, and, and, and representation, like whether it's like a, a black person playing um, Ariel and, oh, and yeah. that, like that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, representation on screen is, is a whole other thing, mm. but it's very important. Very, very important. I love it. Um, but yeah, great. I just want to no. say also thanks for al- allowing a safe space for me. Oh, no problem. Because you, you and James are awesome. Oh, and, good. Okay, um, I'm glad you feel that way. Like, like I feel like you know last week when I said to you I basically told you my coming out story like oh, off yeah. air. That was like the first time I feel like I said to you that I'm queer. Yeah, I hadn't really was. said it before. We just knew that. Yeah, th- th- that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it just felt nice. Like, but that's like yeah. a testament to the people around me because like you guys allow me to be who I am. Yeah, no, that's good. And not be sorry about it, which mm. is what I felt in high school. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, thanks beautiful. Thanks for listening to this journey, guys. It's yeah. the end of the episode. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting me trauma <laughs> dump on you all. Um, no, yeah. So it, it's it's nice. And I'm like starting to talk to different types of people on dating. Yeah, yeah. So like on Hinge, it's like set to everybody. Yeah. Um, and 
I remember the first of the time I did it, I like was like internally panicking. And you know what? I hardly ever match with girls. I don't know what it is. It's always oh, guys. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, it's sad. A shame. <laughs> I'm like, there's so many hot women out there and none of them are matching with me, but it's okay. all good. It's honestly, it hurts more when a, like a woman rejects me than a man. Like it, oh, okay. Yeah. That like hurts the soul. Because yeah. with a man, it's like, oh, whatever, you're an idiot anyway. But like with a woman, yeah. they're like the most times out of none, they're a really good person yeah. and they're beautiful yeah. and they just like, no thanks. Oh. <laughs> See the ghosted story. I'm telling you. It's I know. Well, then I was going to say um, that. I've had numerous conversations with people about that. Oh in yeah. The past week, who yeah. have listened and they've yeah. messaged me. Wonder if Mystery Ghoster has listened. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I wonder. <laughs> I mean, maybe, mm. maybe not. Mm. I mean, they probably have no idea that it's about them. Mm. They're that oblivious to it. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. We're moving on. Mm. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that, yeah. Nice. Thanks, thanks for listening, guys. Aww, yeah, yeah. But I want to talk to you about um, bring it Fashion Week in Paris. Oh, in Paris, yes. Party I, it was 14. all over my socials. Yeah, God, it was everywhere, and it hasn't been that intense for so long. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I mean, the one thing you're going to bring this up, but mm. the one thing I saw heaps of is the Bella Hadid dress. Yeah, spray on dress. Spray on dress. But um, is it Capenny? I've got no I idea. always forget the names. I think it was it. But I, I should know that. Apparently, I'm in design and fashion. <laughs> apparently. I'm very bad when apparently. it comes to brand names. <laughs> I learn how to pronounce brand names like every day. And I'm like, mm, I say, I've been saying that for 28 years. Not like, it's very bad. Um, but yeah, the spray on dress was pretty pretty amazing to see. Like the theatrics of it were pretty cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so that spray on dress... The actual technology has been around for quite a while. Mm. I don't know if you know. It's so the brand, I don't know anything about it. The brand that um, created or the company that created it was created in 2003. Whoa. So it's been around for over 10 years. Oh, no. So, yeah. Fuck. Over 10 years. Nearly 20. Yeah, literally. Nearly 20 years. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so the technology has been there for a while. I think it's just the first time it's been publicly displayed like that, which was super sick to see. Yeah, on a definitely. Like that. And the way that, you know, the... Um, the woman came in later and finessed it and like cut it and put a little Oh, slit. I didn't see that. Yeah, there was like they fully like finished the dress and like pulled the sleeves down oh. and it was pretty amazing to see that. But I wanted to like tell you like about the contents of it because people are like, what is it made of? It's actually like a mixture of different fibres um, mm. and it does actually have plastic in it, which is annoying, but you've oh, got to have some sort right. of polymer right. in it to like make it. Mix. So there's no way around not having plastic in I it? I mean... It probably is, but not yet. Like a logistical standpoint, could there be no plastic in it and for it to actually still work? I mean, probably, but I don't know if anyone's invented that yet. Oh, okay. I think it's just more like a, like I would love to be that person. I mean, don't steal my idea, but. <laughs> we'll come for you. We'll send you a cease and desist. person that creates fibre wicking natural fabric, which is just ridiculous. Right. Because right now, like a fibre wicking fabric is, um, oh, I guess there's Bendy. Sorry, now I'm just thinking out loud. <laughs> You're allowed to on this podcast. <laughs> anyway, in the fabric, in the spray, it had like wool, it had cotton, nylon, um, like a plasticky polymer solution. Right. And so it was like a mix of fibers in yeah. it. So it was really sick. It's like literally spraying mm. actual fabric mm. onto her. Um, oh, whoa. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it wasn't just like like silly string. Yeah. Well, that's how I was I like, know. I think a lot string. of people think that it just looks like or like 
some sort of weird like um silicony it's like actual fabric mixed with a bit of plastic which is polymer like right. plastic um and that polymer like helps it bind um but yeah it was pretty sick yeah i'd love to see more of that on the run it's nice to like for people to be able to see even though that technology has been around for a while it's nice for people to actually see it in such a way that it gets goes viral well the thing is is like when you said 2003 yeah there was no so, there was no social started. media to like no. show that so yeah. like if you weren't at the fashion show then you wouldn't have seen that yeah exactly so like now you've got these platforms where like i was all over my instagram yeah and in, yeah and tiktok everywhere so like even if you weren't at the show you're gonna see it it got and they know that everywhere. they yeah. know that so smart did you see all the memes <laughs> All the other brands after the Caproni show. No, I haven't. <laughs> Can you tell me about it? Where's my phone? Yeah, show me. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. God, I'm going to sound... While you do that, I've seen videos of models not being able to walk in hills <gasps> and I couldn't relate any more to that. Like, I can't relate to models or, like, fashion shows in general just because, like, you know, they're beautiful people and wearing insanely expensive clothes. Yeah. But, like, I can relate to that, like yeah fuck walking in hills it's um oh god it makes my ankles hurt when right? i see that i'm like ah, oh, fuck oh no thanks um I, I just feel for the model that's walking yeah that's like not being able to finish the show mm. because, oh, god, oh and the, then they the just stack it or like yeah yeah um speaking of hadids though i do want to shout out to Gigi hadid for Shout um, out Gigi. Dissing Kanye. West oh, yeah. <laughs> that that guy. He's just a bully. Let's be yeah. honest. Not a fan. Yeah, no. Oh, God. You know what I was thinking about last night when I was brushing my teeth? Um, how embarrassed I would be if I was Northwest right now. Right? Because her and... But, she, but him, she's his, young her enough Her dad and her mum both in the press this week for really embarrassing negative mm. stuff. Wait, you were going to say something about Kim oh, Kardashian. yeah. You told so me... Essentially yeah. what she did in simple terms, is promoted a product without stating or um, disclosing that it was a promotion. So it looked like that she was oh. buying into these into this crypto yeah. like she was buying it herself or like she was promoting it without letting everyone know that it was a paid promotion. So therefore she's giving false information that the crypto is actually worth or high in value. That's what happened. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I've done my research, so don't come for me. <laughs> She's done her research, guys. I was like, James was like, make sure you fact check this before yeah, you say no, it. Yeah, like, no, you <laughs> have. Okay, whenever I hear the word crypto, I'm like, mm, yeah. statistics. Yeah. Or like data or something. So she, pay, she was paid 250000 for the campaign on her, that one post on her Instagram. She was fined $1.26 million. But that's nothing to her. Well, I know. This is the thing. I was like, if this was the average person, obviously, I'd be like, oh, burn. Mm. But like, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. I just. It's like, it's like, is it worth going after these celebrities? Like, surely she's a lawyer now. She'd be able to realize that you have to disclose things. Like, come on. Mm. Don't pass the baby bar for nothing. Literally. Sorry, I'm just ripping in to celebs, to all the Nepo babies. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's like a whole other thing. But like, the industry is just full of Nepo babies. I'm really trying to like, not form hatred for them a hatred opinion there are some good nepo babies i know i like we did name some but like it's yeah the hadids i've got a complex relationship fair enough their mum's pretty problematic oh yeah eat one almond yes so i'm a big fan of beverly hills you you are you yeah you love reality show love current currently on below deck med Mm. fabulous show 
just so easy to watch. It is easy and to like watch. And like their stress in a day is way more than I do. So it makes me feel like it's like a coping mechanism. Mm. I'm like, mm, they're going through way more. Way more. Trying to. <laughs> but like, do you know what I loved about, because I don't watch it anymore, but I used to back in the day. What, Below Med? Below Deck? Below Deck, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Below Med. Below Med. Um, when they would get like the massive tip at the end and I would like oh. feel so proud for them. You like, know what? Well I've been done. noticing the richer the people on the boat, the lower the tip. Which really? Is, yeah, I feel like. People that have a little bit less money are more generous. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's... Mm. Mm. Anyway. That's yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I know. I thought that was interesting. Um, Did you want to talk about Blonde? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real quick. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about that. I haven't... Okay, so I put it on the other night. I think five minutes in, I had to turn it off because I was just like, I don't really think I can watch this right now. I was just yeah. very heavy. It's like the whole, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, so skip to da-da-da-da. Um, the scene where she was like holding her down in the bathtub, that's when I turned it off. The kid, the little, yeah, yeah. little Norma, Norma Jean, little Marilyn. Mm, it, this is the thing. I, 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 I don't know. Some people might not know this. Some people might. Yeah. But like this film was based off a fictional book, which was about the supposed life of Mar- uh, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Do they say that at the start? No. See, that's misleading and deceptive mm. But I think um, information. the filmmaker <laughs> probably thought, oh, people are going to know this because it's gotten so much press around. But, like, I feel like some people don't. Um, and it's written and directed by a man. And I think he's actually Australian. What's new? Right? Oh God. What oh is God, new in Hollywood these Come days? On. Um, and, yeah, I'm the same. I couldn't finish it. I think yeah. I got an hour. I watched about an hour into it. Like, visually stunning film. Yeah. And obviously, each frame has a lot of thought behind. It's black and white in moments. The aspect ratio changes. And it's impressive in that regard. And I think Anna Diamas's transformation. I, yeah. So, I did end up watching impressive. a little bit more. Yeah. And um, the next day. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's yeah, no cool. taking away that she's great at what she does. And um, her take on Marilyn was, was, yeah. was so cool to see. Like, it's insane. People don't know. Some people may not know this, but Marilyn, um, not Marilyn. Anna Diamas didn't know English like a few years ago. Oh yeah, and she only learned English to like act. So like her ability to play Marilyn was so Amazing. impressive to me. Um, but it's a shame that the story itself let it let her down. And I just th- feel like they're exploiting, you know, Marilyn and um, like I'm saying, like I know her. She's like dead, but <laughs> but it's like if she was alive, she would be. I think she would be very offended by what yeah, they're portraying. Yeah, you wonder what people think that are um, like their portrayals. There is a, re- there is a. I did some research myself, yeah. and I found some like reviews from, um, like, like the New Yorker and stuff. Oh yeah. And so th- the director was Andrew Dominique, um, and so basically Blonde was based off the two thousand, um, novel, um, so fictional fictionalized account of Monroe's life yeah so it's not like necessarily fact um and this was a quote from the New York Times and the author was like Dominic is so far up Marilyn Monroe's vagina in blonde that we that he can't see the rest of her which is such like there is a scene and this is a spoiler in case you care but like where the camera is inside Marilyn Monroe's body and she's getting an abortion Oh, what? Like, I I they experiment with weird 
things. Do you need to see that? That's the thing. Do you like, need to? They, maybe, oh, maybe they're wanting to make you uncomfortable sitting there. That's the audience. And and like literally, and it, it's got like a two point four rating on Rotten Tomatoes, so people oh. are not liking it. And it's the same on Letterbox, which is mm-hmm. another app for movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you got up to the point where Marilyn Monroe's character kept calling her partner's daddy. Mm, I don't think. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the they yeah. kind of like say that she has daddy issues yeah. which she does yeah. but like it's just weird yeah and it's like what was the point of that like yeah i don't know it, it was just done really poorly in my opinion and i i, I just i i i have this thing where i need to watch a movie to the end but i i physically couldn't yeah nah, no i couldn't me. and i actually have a friend from uni shout out grace her dad is a huge marilyn monroe fan like loves old hollywood even he was like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't oh, keep watching. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like her whole family were like, nah, I can't. I would hate for someone to do a docker one or a, what's it called? Biopic? Yeah. But yeah. On, um, on Taylor Swift and it to be shit. Don't I'll you do ever it, fucking make that Don't you. Like, it has don't to fucking do it. Don't ruin that for me. <laughs> it has to do be not. good. <laughs> That's going to I would love to see oh, that. Oh, it's going to happen one day. It will. I hope she's still alive. I don't, I don't want to think about that. She would so froth that though. <laughs> um, and what was I going to say? Um, but yeah, it wasn't a great yeah. film in my opinion, yeah. and I can't. But there are great. Do you know what? It, what's a great biopic in mm. kind of like a fictionalized way? Spencer, the one with Kristen Stewart. I haven't seen that. Where she plays Diana. Okay. That's great. Okay. The one about Jackie as well. Another great one. And you know what's yeah. in common with all these? And this is not to shade, but like they're all made by men. Oh. Which sucks, but like yeah. they they're really great ones. If yeah. you want to watch a good. Well, this is why you're going to enter the industry. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, from the from my perspective. Yeah. And yeah, totally. Yeah. I'll have to get past the imposter syndrome, but... Oh, you'll be fine. That's that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I know. It's a complex... <laughs> complex thing to <laughs> deal with. It really is. I think everyone experiences that. So, if you yeah. want us to talk more about that in the, in the future, let us know. Yes, please do. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you have a coming out yeah. story, tell us. Yeah. Um, and if you want to keep... If you want us to keep that anonymous, we can. Yeah, off the show. Um, because I, I, I think um, what's so good about – I mean, when, when I listen to people's coming out stories, I can – I just love listening to how they went about it, what was going through their mind, and it kind of gives you a bit of um, comfort. Yeah. Because I mean, it's like someone's going through a scenario that you've that you've either been through or you might go through. And, yeah, it gives you a bit of clarity yeah. too. So, um, and, it, and like I said before earlier, like if you, anyone wants to message me and, like, just chat about it in yeah. general, you can. I'm here. My inbox is open. As you know, I will reply. And, and like even like dumb questions, I think as well. Literally. Um, not dumb, sorry. But like questions that you might think you, you think you should know the answer to. Yeah. I think that's. Definitely. A really yeah. um, good thing. To and and, and also if you're single and you're looking for someone. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, message me. <laughs> Just don't ghost me. Oh, okay? uh, yeah. Don't ghost me because I'll talk we'll, about you on we'll, the box. Yeah, exactly. You'll become <laughs> content. Um, yeah, I am single. Just like FYI. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, didn't, didn't think. know. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So, if there's anyone, um, any, anyone out there that you know fancies yeah. someone, nice. you can fancy me. Nice. <laughs> <Cringe>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. I, is, do you want to call out that for now? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Thank um, you for all of the um, support, guys. It's been great as well. Like just the messages. Your feedback. Yeah. Um, it's really made us excited to keep going yeah it's it because yeah. like you know it's great to like people are actually listening yeah like we even if it is we'd have like two listeners yeah and even if it is like people we know we just love that you're yeah. listening and tuning in and yeah um 
and what was I going to say? I was going to say, um, and just like reading your messages in terms like you got a friend telling you like she was listening to the pod and it was like her having a glass of wine with yeah, us, which that is, was, that was so good. I we love, we that. love, we love creating that sort of vibe. So, yeah. um, if you, and, and like, don't forget, like if you do want to leave a review, you can. Oh yeah. They're, yeah. they're great to do. Well, we also do need those. So, um, our podcast yeah. becomes visible. Yeah. <laughs> when you type it in on Spotify. It still doesn't come up. I don't think so. Oh, that's, a, that's on, frustrating. Maybe because it's up on mine because I've been listening to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, targeted. So yeah, like I was I saying, leave song. a review if you want. Um, if you're on Spotify and you want to know when we um, upload a episode, if you click the bell. It comes up now. Okay. Um, if you click the bell, you will be notified when our episodes come out. Ding. So ding, ding. Um, and don't forget to follow us at Gen Live Podcast so you can see some good worthy memes yeah. maybe yeah good content yeah the content's been great by little um, um i'm trying i mean it's, no, it's i'm so, so well. used to like my close friends and just like well this is the thing it's just an extension of who you already are i yeah. think it's just great that you can easily i try i try I, I do try like oh no i, I can it's great it's, it's a like bit narcissistic it's, but it's it coming is. off like you're not trying too hard like oh you're good just like oh yeah that's wh- that's whoops, i accidentally that's what i want um really but let us know also let us know if there's like any topics you oh, want us yeah. to talk about because like sometimes we'll have topics ready to go but yeah if you guys want to hear s- uh, s- something you know opinion like, on something there are definitely more topics i want to talk to our millennial gen z experiences on yeah um, but if you've got any any specific <coughs> ones, which I've actually already got a list of things that people Sweet. have recommended. Oh, amazing. Um, just in my Is friends. Is this from the, the workplace? The um, workplace friends, cool. yeah. All millennials, you know, because that's my I um, vibe. I honestly love millennials. They're good. Oh, God, we're so cringe. You guys are co- so cool. Yeah, okay. All right. No, I mean <laughs> that. I mean that. I mean, we have a lot to learn from millennials. So. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah. You still haven't taught me how to do a millennial pause. Just like that. <laughs> nice. And if anyone wants to see a good millennial pause, just watch any of Taylor Swift's videos. Honestly. Any of Taylor Swift's. <laughs> Doing the rolly thing on the... Oh. She's like Midnight's Mayhem yeah. with me. <laughs> so track two. <laughs> I love you. Someone wrote like, oh my God, I wonder how many times she rolled that ball to get 13 on the first time. <laughs> <laughs> how many millennial pauses could she do? Fuck. Oh, I love it. Um, and yeah, we hope you'll enjoy some of the visuals that we'll post as oh, well, yeah, which will be fun. Sure. I'll edit those together. Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you very much. And um, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Toodles. Mm-hmm.